Yeah, the Macarena has 16 steps. I mean, Jesus, really? Yeah. Do you know it? No, I never learned it. I did not like it at all. I hated that song. I hated that song. And it was just on all the time, you know, like constantly that summer. It, I, I find I don't like it now. Like I don't, I, I no, maybe I kind of like it. I kind of like to hear it now more than before, but I still won't do it. I would never do the Macarena. No, me neither. I do the electric slide though. I think that's fun. Yeah. I'm not very kind of skilled at it. Like I don't, I like, I remember <laughs> when people would do the electric slide, they would like gallop, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> fourth right. graders. Like when we like, would be totally. like, like, like Desiree Jennings kind of sidesteps, you know, <laughs> like no groove at it at all, especially like the white kids. Like I definitely learned by white kids how to do the electric slide. And, <laughs> Absolutely it was, and then too. I saw like black people doing it. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's not just I stupid. I did think it was like skipping yeah. across sideways, skipping sideways. <laughs> Happy 9-11 to those who celebrate. Yeah, this is our 9-11 episode, actually. Oh, do you have stuff for it? I mean, I have a lot of 9-11 content that I've been saving all year. Okay. Uh, I just want to point out that our friend Julia is here and yeah. we didn't have a microphone cord for her because they all broke. And I would feel weird not mentioning because I do feel like we're performing for an audience of one. I have been looking over to see <laughs> like see your reaction. Is this working? <laughs> <laughs> feeling high, feeling shy. <laughs> On 9-11. Well, I do. I I'm a September 11th head. Uh, I do. I I am because I feel I experienced it. Uh, my family members Same. were really involved. They were in the buildings. Two of my uncles died because they were in the cleanup crews or, mm -hmm. you know, electricians and welders. Uh, they died later of cancer. And so it's very, you know, it's it's close to my heart. But I also am a kind of I'm the kind of person that can enjoy something 360. Mm -hmm. So like I can get I can I can I have an appreciation for someone who would make a 9-11 joke. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I guess it depends on the joke. It absolutely depends on the joke. If it's a bad joke, it's a bad joke. Or you're it's not, like not going to fly. Missing them outright. Yes, exactly. Right. Your motto is not too soon. Just about time. Mm -hmm. okay. 9-11. <laughs> Just about time. Right. Do you want me to show you some jokes? Um, well, actually, I have a correction. Oh, OK. Because I said Raven Simone has been out and since the early 2000s mm -hmm. uh but it was actually the early 2010s is what i meant it was okay. 2013 that, she was still on that's so raven back then right yeah, yeah 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 she was she was very young then she came out in 2013 basically uh because she tweeted after the uh after marriage was passed uh, i'm very happy that gay oh. marriage is no no it wasn't the, the federal because this is 2014 but it was i'm sure i don't know what event had happened but it was federal uh, was then was federal, it 2014 i think it was 2012 Oh, maybe you're right. Yes. So I was still at Jezebel because I met the um I met Robbie Kaplan at Cheryl Sandberg's house. It was it was twenty fifteen. Well then why was she there? Who? Robbie Kaplan was at Cheryl Sandberg's house. Supreme Court ruling makes same sex marriage a right nationwide. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen? June yes. <laughs> So why was she there before then? I guess I don't know she was, she's probably working on it. I don't know who... Robbie Kaplan is? No. She's the lawyer who fought and won the case in front oh, okay. of the Supreme Court. Okay, okay. And then she 
was hired by Vice to create their like women's board, their diversity, equity, and inclusion, their stab at that, their first ever try. And like Gloria Steinem was on that board and it was like, so like bullshit. Like I just made a jerk off motion. Whatever the case, she definitely made gay marriage happen in some capacity. And um, uh, I met her at Sheryl Sandberg's. Wait, why did I start telling that story? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I was talking about Raven Simone. She said, I'm very happy that gay marriage is opening up around the country and is being accepted. Okay. I was excited to hear today that more states legalize. It was like at some point when more yeah. states did. Okay. Legalize gay marriage. I, however, am not currently getting married, but it is great to know that I can now should I wish to. Well, <laughs> That's how she came out. That's how she came out? Yeah. yeah. That's such a lesbian way to come out. Very roundabout. But also, like, right away, talking about marriage right off the bat. (laughs) When really, it's about who you want to fuck, right? Well, no, I mean, it's both. Well, yeah, I guess it could be both, but, like... There are definitely people who identify as gay and ace, for sure. Gay and ace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's different... That sounds more like an incel. It's... the, The ace community is so wide on the spectrum that people are just it's it's very specific sexualities you know there's tons of categorization and it's just one of the things that happens it's just one of the uh, there's like a lot of dice being rolled there and it's just like one of the combinations that comes up you know okay so because it because you know ace people do have sex sometimes that is confusing to me i know but it's about sometimes it's about just like the you know, intimate the, connection, the connection, the 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 release in 2014, as I alluded to in the last episode, Raven Simone said uh, she was in a happy relationship with her partner who was a woman, but added that she, quote, doesn't need a categorizing statement for it. Quote, I don't want to be labeled gay. Raven Simone said, I want to be labeled a human who loves humans. Um, Pan? The the. the the uh this was an oprah interview they actually have a clip of it um the 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 headline is raven simone i'm not gay and i'm not african-american wait she's not (laughs) she's not here so when did you know who you were and what you were in that topic of dating and in love I knew when I was like 12, I was looking at everything. (laughs) Were you looking at boys and girls? Yes, ma'am. Did you have a word for it? Because I think when you're younger, you don't even have language for what it is. I don't, I don't, I don't need language. I don't need a categorizing statement for it. I think that's one thing that kind of- So you don't want to be labeled gay? I don't want to be labeled gay. I want to be labeled a human who loves humans. I'm tired of being labeled. I'm an American. Mm -hmm. I'm not an African-American. I'm an American. Oh, girl, don't, don't set up the started. Twitter on fire. <laughs> oh, sorry. I mean, what? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> what did you just say? Stop, stop, stop the tape right now. Okay. <laughs> the only thing I like about that is that it must really fucking piss off Bill Cosby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that. Has she talked about, what has she let's, said about let's him? Let's see if she has, because Rudy stuck up for him. He's well, Felicia Rashad did too. Yes. But I think... Think Felicia Rashad fell off at some point. Yeah, I think so too. But she was pretty, pretty outspoken for a while. It's just, I get that people are put between a rock and a hard place it's because so... when someone feels like family, like think of it like if a family member, if that happened to a family member, and it might be like reprehensible and stuff. But like, you love that person, yeah, you, and history. that person, your life, like 
that like the Cosby show, I understand like wanting to fight for your life for that if I'm Felicia Rashad, because right. it's like that was my whole life. Everybody loved it. And yes. it was just such a huge cultural moment. Like if you do, if you have a Cosby show under your belt, you've done it. You've you're good forever. OK, there's a few things. There's a few things. Interesting. She's, she's talked a lot. Wow. Uh, you know what? Uh, I figured she does. T- she talks a lot. OK. November 19th, 2014. Raven Simone slams story claiming Bill Cosby assaulted her. Okay. She wrote it on Instagram in response to this parody. I was not taking, as I see, advantage of by Mr. Cosby when I was on the Cosby show. I was practically a baby on that show. And this is a truly disgusting rumor I want no part of. Everyone on that, everyone on that show treated me with nothing but kindness. Now keep me out of this. Absolutely fair. Keep me out of this. Because it sucks. Okay, July 7th, 2015, Raven Simone weighs, on, weighs in on Bill Cosby admission. Quote, now there's real facts. He was on The View. I don't really like to talk about the Bill Cosby scandal that what, When much. was this? I'm sorry. 2015. Okay. I don't like to talk about the Bill Cosby scandal that much because he's the reason I'm on this panel in the first place. Cosby show alum turned View co-host Raven Simone said on Tuesday's show, and he gave me my first job. But at the same time, you need the proof, and then I'll be able to give my judgment here or there. And now there's real facts. Rainsman had previously declined to weigh in on the swirling rapeback allegations against Cosby. But on Tuesday's view, where Cosby's admission in a previously sealed deposition that he gave women drugs for sex was on the show's mm-hmm. first hot topic. Let's never forget that, yeah. by the way, because I yeah. think people have that yes. he like like it wasn't technically not he admissible. said, she said. It's yeah. he said. It's he said, he said. Yeah, no, it's but it's not disputed. It's not disputed. He admitted this yes. on record. It was then sealed and supposedly never supposed to be released. You know, never supposed to be used right. against him. But whatever. We're in the court of public opinion, baby. Our rules <laughs> are a little different around here. <laughs> Verdict? Guilty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cosby show, show alum was interrupted after saying now there's real facts by another 80s TV star. Full House alum Candace Cameron Burr. What'd she say? Who was guest co-hosting on Tuesday's show, filling in for an absent Rosie Perez. Burr, or is it Bure? What, what is it? It's Bure. We've Bure. been saying it We've wrong, saying but it I wrong, say but Burr, all the Canadians, you know fuck, fuck off with that. Yeah. Yeah. All the Canadians keep, keep correcting us. I mean, yeah, some but, of the Canadians. All of the corrections are Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it usually goes. <laughs> <laughs> When you're giving drugs to anybody to have sex, then you're impairing their judgment. This is Candace, by the way. They don't even have the ability to make a coherent decision if they want to have sex with him. Thanks, Candace. That's that's how drugging works. She's going to be anti-drug no matter what, even if it's for fun. Totally. So to me, that just points to guilty, guilty, guilty. Meanwhile, moderator Whoopi Goldberg, who's defended Cosby since the scandal first started gaining steam steam last fall. Remember when she did that? Mm. Continued to urge caution. As more information comes out, people can make judgments. I don't like snap judgments because I've had snap judgments made on me. So I'm very, very careful, Goldberg said. In America, you're still innocent until proven guilty. He has not been proven. I mean, she's like, that's like icon to icon, you know? It's true. That, that's where that's coming from. But also, it's like, I think they had already been on, what was it, Dateline? Yeah. At like the 20, 22 women, Well, right? when, when was the New York Magazine story? That was like 2014 or something, right? 2013, maybe even? No, 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 no. No, that, that all was blowing up right when I started at Vice. It was like the fall of 2014. Mm. And then uh, like Janice Dickinson came mm-hmm. out uh, and 
like maybe yeah maybe around the first week of november i believe janice justice for janice absolutely i i think it, she got a little bit of kind of like she well because they her book publisher made her change her story uh-huh. because it was she wrote about it yeah yeah, yeah. and she hates That's him right. yeah. and then they made her change it because they didn't want a lawsuit so then she just they had to change it to like where she just made him like creepy uh-huh. and so i wrote about that for vice uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then after that she was like yeah that's true uh he did actually rate me i i lied in my book wow yeah well if somebody admits that they lied i'm more inclined to believe them no you're not if you admit that you lied yes the the liars i don't believe are the liars who say they never lie like jamila jamil no because you've said if you lie to me there then you'll lie to me here <laughs> that's true too <laughs> A lot of things could be true at once. That's it's false. not. No, it's not saying much, but I'm more likely to believe a liar who admits that they lie than a liar who's lying about lying. I'm not going to have that. <laughs> it's this is pe- like people is different than media figures like yeah. Desiree Jennings that maybe comes around, you know, once every 10 years, <laughs> like a comet. <laughs> now I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, it was about lying. It, you know, you also have to think, fool me once, shame, shame on, on you. you, fool me twice, shame, shame on, on me. me. Fool me three times, shame on me again. <laughs> Peace be and shame on me. Yeah, the shame don't stop. Right. And August 3rd, else? 2017, Raven Simone talks Bill Cosby allegations. I want everybody who deserves justice to get justice. That's when his court case was going on. Former TV co-star Raven Simone says she has been focusing on her own projects and not Cosby's cause. Cosby's cause. But she wants everybody who deserves justice to get it. I'm trying to do this show right now, and that's uh, going to work it out. She said during an appearance on Thursday's People Now, I want everyone who deserves justice to get justice. <laughs> it's very what repetitive. What a fucking non-answer. <laughs> totally. Well, it's it's very clear where she stands. I don't think so. Where she's does not, she stand? Well, she's not defending him. She's not defending him, but she... Yeah, it sounds like she's afraid of pissing him off. It does, or or saying the wrong thing. But I I do think that like it is understandable that. But um, to say everybody who deserves justice deserves justice is not also a non-answer to him. him. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Do you want to talk about September 11th? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. So you got jokes? Got some things. I'm looking up 9/11 in my text, and you wrote at one point. 10 things you should know about Tracy. Number one, 9-11. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I don't lie. Not knowingly. Sometimes I misreport and just say whatever. Sometimes I just say whatever. That's the most humbling thing. I mean, literally humbling, not humbling in a, you've just given me an award to inflate my ego. And this is not in fact humbling, but incredibly uh, vain stoking, vanity stoking. What is? When people call things humbling, when people are like, they win an award and they're like, this is so humbling. And yeah, it's like, no, it's not. Humbling? It's inflating you. It's yeah. blowing you up. Yeah, bigger. why are they humbled? Because it, it's like this disingenuous thing. But uh, humbling in the truest sense, I was telling a story that when I was talking about humbling. You, you what know was I, I going to talk about humbling? I don't know, but I know that the hmm. women on Vanderpump Rules do use it correctly. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That, that is, I appreciate that. You know what else is cool about 9 11? That George Santos, that was one of the ways he said his mom died. <laughs> <laughs> it did, its profile did grow as a result of that. 9 11 was in the news again when people were talking about Santos. 
Did you um, pay any attention to the guy that said that he blew Obama twice? That was on Tucker Carlson. What? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But the, why do they have such a boner for him being gay? They always their their thing is that they're saying that like he had an affair with George Clooney. It's like it's so crazy that they, and that Michelle's his beard. And I think and I feel like that that's racist. And they're yeah, saying that because because she's assertive or oh, yeah, a lawyer. Or, she's oh, a lawyer. Just, no, she's just she's tall, but she is was the, she? I mean, she was an executive. A, it's a stereotype that they apply to black women. You know, yeah, it's gross. I can't believe. I mean, I guess I can believe that Tucker Carlson had them on. But I that's mean, crazy. This guy made these claims in, I think, 2007 initially. How did they resurface him? I don't really know how they resurfaced him. I think Tucker Carlson just needed something to put on. So, I mean, this guy's missing teeth. No, you got to you got to see this. I have I have this clip. He says he blew him twice, two days in a row, and the big thing was that he was smoking crack. It's he calls him a he calls him a grifter. He calls Barack Obama a grifter. He calls yes. Barack Obama a grifter. He does. He does. Is he, he cute? Well, you see that's like number one like obama could have when did he a say this lot, happened uh 1999 okay how old when, you know he, he was a, a senator right state senator so he was u.s Not, senator okay. right in but still he was he was in politics you yeah know? tucker carlson talks about how he even took a lie detector test but what he doesn't say is that he failed he failed the lie detector test <laughs> that Tucker so Carlson is like listing as like a thing where it's like, yeah, like, you know, he he um he he was that confident. He took a lie detector test. Sinclair notoriously failed a lie detector test in 2008 and then publicly accused the Obama advisor, David Axelrod, of bribing the examiners to rig the results, according to the courthouse news service. OK. And when did that happen? Back 2000. in 2007? was yes in 2008 where do you say he met him is he from chicago or yeah he was in chicago he was staying at he was staying like. at a comfort and you got to see what this guy looks like so as okay. i'm doing the line all right he has I two start... carpal tunnel uh gloves on <laughs> they're on each hand he's missing several teeth in the front of his mouth okay uh he's missing some up here and some below it's kind of like catty corner i guess missing wait did teeth? he say that he sucked barack obama's dick yes well that Twice. would make it a lot easier to suck a dick it's true i i don't believe at the time he was missing teeth but he might have been this is the part where you you know you kind of make your move to to see where things are going so i just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going and it went the direction i had intended it to go um so the night became somewhat active sexually and drug wise in the limo. Um, so you hit on him. Did he seem shocked by that? Not at all. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you're smoking crack with a stranger in the back of a limo. Why were they in a limo? Like you got to imagine things are like go crazy places. Well, not only imagine it. I look at it this way. I look, I've done a lot of crazy things in my lifetime. I'm a pretty good judge of character, and I pretty much know whether or not I can move in a certain direction okay. with an individual. It's, I mean, it's like Jerry Springer it type really of shit. Is. It's, it's like, like Richard Bay. For, for <laughs> yeah, Richard Bay, but like a sit down, well lit, 
calm. Books on a bookshelf. 40 minutes. 40 minutes of this guy. 40 minutes of this guy. Shut up. <laughs> swear. I don't watch more of it. I got, I have, I have different clips. No, Tucker Carlson, like he he obviously knows what he's doing. I mean, the, I know that like there's an open question and there have been studies actually to suggest that like people who believe that Trump won the election really believe it. Yeah. It's not just a pose for a lot of people. But him. But for there are bad actors within that universe and he's one of them. Yeah. He he's absolutely know that. And it's Trump actually lost. it's a comedy he's routine it. basically. It's a comedy routine. Yeah. He has talked it's about like, it. It's like Gavin. It's like. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I and, would think that Gavin was joking because it was like shit like this. The thing about this guy. Why do you is that, in a limo? How um, were they in a limo? Barack Obama rented, was a community organizer. He wouldn't have been in a fucking limo. He was in a gay bar. They went. He went to a gay bar and met him at a gay bar and immediately was like, I could use something to wake me up. And Barack was like, yeah. And, and then they, but whose limo was it? The limo driver set them up. That guy was friends with the limo driver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do believe it would make sense if limo drivers were sort of like involved in pimpery. Pimpery. <laughs> 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 you know? Yeah. I apologize for being a bad interviewer, but let me just ask the obvious question, which, what was Obama like on crack? Actually, and <laughs> I hate to say this because some people are going to think I'm really crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, know smoked it. I thought he was going to ask what his dick was like. That's what I would want to know. That's the obvious question. Popular. Actually, and <laughs> I hate to say this because some people are going to think I'm really crazy. Uh, <laughs> Don't say. That's me. That's even me always on this show. <laughs> that, should, that should be if we had if we had a soundboard that would actually be on it. You gotta record that. That has to be. I knew a lot of people that smoked it because I was in Miami in the early eighties when it became quite popular. I believe that. Um, I believe that too. Similar to this is similar. A friend of mine that I knew in Miami gets extremely high, calm, almost euphoric. Um, and then as it starts to come down, you know, the twitching and the looking, anything that looks white that's sitting on the seat or, or the, uh, the floor, you assume is another piece that fell off that, you know, yeah. you can pick up and smell. I just, I've done that. But um, I've done that. Wally was high. <laughs> sure. Pretty much the same. Pretty controlled. Pretty controlled, euphoric, um, talkative, but not really saying anything. So it's like a presidency. Sounds like a politician. A lot like it. Well, that's what Tucker Carlson said. Did he just say that? It's a lot like his presidency. The the idea that the right is like teeming with this faggot who's saying that he Crackhead. blew blew Obama twice two days in a row I mean like the story the story that he tells you can tell all of the it's an aggregate of, of all real life he's, he's been had. through this I just actually not with kind of believe this story it's, but in a case of mistaken identity yes I do too I think yes. that maybe this happened with like a maybe a, a, a like um Oh, like a well-to-do, well-dressed black man. Exactly. And he's like, and he's, uh, he's like, oh, too racist. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because yeah. he thinks all black people look the same. Or he I mean, just, or he's who like knows? But like, that is a point, scenario like, that's oh, totally that's that possible. That like, that's it. Because a lot of what he's saying, I can see happening with this guy. It's not yet. Yeah, right. There's like, I mean, the, the story is the whole kind of like setting them up to meet thing is kind of weird. 
it's not like perfect, but there's there there's obviously a lot of of lived in, you know, reality to his to his description. Um, and, but, and he oh, could have nefarious. This is you know. this is why I think that it's there's it's just oh, not my. possible that it's Obama is because there's no way that I'm believing that that crackhead knew who like his local politician was he didn't he, he only he only recognized him when he was at the dnc in like okay so he was like oh that's that I guy I, I sucked his yes. dick and yes. it's not him yes and he's saying some other black he, guy he also says that he's, he he's, wants it to be him he also says that he's not political and yet recounts watching the dnc which is absolutely not something you do if you're not political yeah you do, that's not a must-see tv for anybody who doesn't follow politics they're well, like it is also possible that maybe he was at some trick's house. He said it was as his, I mean, he says it was at his house. And I that he don't believe he has a house. It, it is kind of hard to believe. Tucker Carlson does refer to him as impoverished at one point. You know that they he picked this, they picked this guy up off the street, brought him to some hotel, cleaned him up. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is in a movie, right? That has happened before in a movie. Uh, Definitely in house. What was it? House sitter? Is it House Sitter? It's Goldie Hawn and Steve Martin. Uh-huh. I love that movie. I love that movie too. Yeah. They, she had these like two <laughs> homeless people, these like old people that like would always pick out of the dumpster where she was a waitress. Right. And so she like got them and, and cleaned them up and told Steve Martin they were her parents. Like what is the actual political message here? Because Tucker Carlson talks to this guy about sucking Obama's cock, like doing that. Doing the thing, doing that specific thing. And it's like, is there really an audience that's like, yeah, I want to know the gory details of this gay sex. There is, yeah. I can't believe that Tucker Carlson would be like, I have to ask you the question that's on everybody's mind or whatever. What's he like on crack? And absolutely everyone wants to know what his dick is like. Yeah. I think even Tucker Carlson wants to know what his dick is like. Probably he should have asked him. I wish I I don't know any accounts of what Prince's dick was like, and mm. I really wish I did. Nobody, and he's fucked like so many of those people. Although Apollonia says she never did, apparently. Okay. As of twenty fourteen or or maybe twenty sixteen, I don't know. She was saying it never happened. I felt like when we watched her podcast, though, she kind of alluded to it. Remember when they were she was talking with Jill Jones, I think, and they were talking about like, oh, that was the girl with the tape over the nipples. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> Just another member of the harem. Briefly, <laughs> the girl with the tape over her nipples <laughs> in the Prince harem. But like, I don't know. Nobody. No, no. Yeah. In fact, like, no. I mean, I bet Carmen Electra would. Has oh, she, she ever? Would absolutely. Has she, she must have been. I feel like maybe she did. I don't know if she has because I don't think she's talked about Dennis Rodman's or Dave Navarro's. I think that, she, but she would she if she were her a girlfriend. Right. Does she have a book? She should write a book. Yeah, she should write a book. Uh, YouTube gave access to the account and the video was deleted. What video? Microsoft gave access. Oh, uh, the, a video of him, uh, his like talking about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was like his first. I think that was his. That's when he went public with it because he he approached David Axelrod, and he was like, "Whatever, like we're not doing that." And he now he tells the story about how like he was like you know completely snubbed and blah 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 and written off as crazy. And it was like, yeah, because they were like, "We're not doing that." Like, what is the actual even story here? It's just, it's just to to firstly 
to be like Obama smokes crack is just such a racist trope yeah. that it's like, you know exactly what they're saying with that. Like that is why that's interesting to them. Yes. To at least some people. And, and Tucker Carlson knows this, but also like, so like what? Like you can't be because prosecuted for being gay or doing drugs that somebody says you did. Yeah. Some guy who's missing a lot of his front teeth. Yeah. Like more than you'd ever expect to see. Suddenly, on crackheads t- are credible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tucker Carlson's universe. But he's, is he laughing at this guy right here? Well, or? he's laughing at the guy a lot in it. Okay. You know, he, he really is. It's, it's, I think that must be part of the appeal, that kind of meta level. I, I find, because I, I've watched him before, I, I do find him kind of fascinating, actually. The, his, his persona is just so disgusting to yeah. me that it's fascinating that anybody has a positive reaction to it. And it's like, oh yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about. And, and he, but he does it in a way that he talks about it. So stu- he talks about things so stupidly that you know that he knows that they're stupid. And it's yes. kind of, there's kind of a wink to the whole thing. He's kind of like a professional wrestling Fox that, news host. I don't like what Gavin was, yeah. was yeah, doing. No, no. He was no, trying yeah, to do no, it, but he just I went agree. too far with it. Yeah, yeah. No, like all of his videos and stuff are, are kind of like that. But Tucker Carlson has a more affable kind of affect. Yes. More digestible. Right. Palatable. When did this happen? This week. Which day? Uh, September 6th. What that, was that? This is not on TikTok. People weren't. No, because it's. Oh, really? Yeah. No, people are not talking about this at all. I mean, it supposedly has 34 million views. What that means and the fact that I believe that if you scroll past it and it happens to be in your feed, it counts as a view. Oh. So they could just seed it to everybody. So you have to go past it. Yeah. I think I've heard. I don't know. That's what it is exactly. That, that book about Tucker Carlson was a total flop. Um, like the biography that what's his name? That that guy that profiled Milo Yiannopoulos and then every, Chadwick, uh, Chadwick Moore. That everybody he, he profiled Milo Yiannopoulos and then everybody was like, you piece of shit for out. And then he just turned right. He's like, well, I guess I might as well just lean into it. Yeah, I mean, well, that's actually I feel like that's a problem because I think a lot of people end up doing that because taking shit online is actually really difficult. Right. And and I think a lot of people like I think that J.K. Rowling, uh, you want to talk about social contagion. Yeah, uh, I, I think that her whole stance, her transphobic, her basically now bald face transphobia, it's not even like. I of course I love trans people, but you know, in yeah, that letter, yeah, yeah. it's it's just like fucking like turf. I hate trans people now. I think that's I think a lot of that must have to do with or you can't discount the role that the feedback and wanting to double down and being like, you can't tell me shit. Like you don't get to, you know, just this defiance that people have. I, I know because I've I've felt I've, it. I've felt it, yeah. yeah. When I was at Jezebel, it yeah. made me want to fucking like like just get married and and vacuum well because people do take such a tone with you about like you can't and blah 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 yeah yeah. and it's like i mean come on like firstly i don't know you like i have no idea yeah but and it's like and and you approach so disrespectfully that there's no there's no uh, constructive conversation that's going to take place and you're damned if you do and you look stupid if you don't sometimes respond and it's just like a not winning thing. I just I just think it's ineffective communication. It is. Like people want to feel 
welcome and comfortable. Mm -hmm. And if they don't get it from this side, then they'll just go to the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It that so it's like you're by by calling people out, you're pushing them away. Yeah. Uh, They hate Ben Smith. What? These they, two? They, they talk so much shit about These Ben two? Smith. Yeah, I have the, that clip. The crackhead? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Ben Smith reported yeah. on Politico about the initial allegations. and said Oh, that like they years were, ago? Yeah. Well, it would be a story if the media really cared about telling people the truth about anything. Yeah, they're liars. And that Ben Smith is a liar. Oh, Ben Smith's more than a liar, but you're right. Oh, you my God. He's a complete fraud. But look at the face he makes. He does like a kind of child thing, you know? Yeah. Can Ben Smith sue him? I don't know. I would try. Yeah. Ben Smith, you know, I hear people talking about grifters. Ben Smith to me is a grifter. Ben Smith wrote an article um, saying that I had a 27-year criminal history. Career criminal. And the funny thing is, is if you look my criminal history up, which I've published myself and provided from day one. (laughs) Uh, my criminal history goes from 1980 to 1986 and everything I've ever done I've owned it I've never wasted taxpayer money <laughs> but you, <laughs> and you have committed crimes right <laughs> so he's, his bone to pick is that he got he, he's like it wasn't 17 years it was 6 years yeah <laughs> how is he not wasting taxpayer money by having to go to jail everything and any sentence i've ever been given i've served um but he also said that i was a fugitive that i was avoiding prosecution i was trying to prevent from going to jail none of that was true but the media ran with it even greta even greta linked to it and said that people asked me (laughs) why i would not interview larry sinclair this is why and she linked I do feel like this about anyone who's ever given me bad press. Right. And notice his article was published right when I was preparing to do the press conference at the National Press Club. But hey, the National Press Club, so-called beacon for freedom of, of the press, they were just as involved in trying to keep the story from ever being... It's interesting. I, I watched the other night, I watched your entire National Press Club appearance and in it you detail your intersections with law enforcement mm-hmm. in, ex- exhaustively yeah. every time you've been arrested you explain it. every time you've done time you've explained yeah. you explain it i really do want to watch that it does sound good it actually does sound good <laughs> but like the reason why those places didn't want to publish his story is because they couldn't back up the veracity of his claims exactly because he's doing never journalism been, yeah he's never been able to prove anything he said uh, I mean, you're the only person on this set who's had sex with Barack Obama. So I think you're, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, expert on Obama, but you know more than most people. What's your assessment of him now? Ask him about his dick. Uh, <laughs> I think he's the same grifter that he's always been. He loves saying grifter. I think he's he still does. very power hungry. I think Obama he's, is He says it because that's what he is. Biden he, administration really? more than people are willing he to He smelt admit. it because he dealt it. Um, <laughs> I think Obama is hell bent. Uh, I had made a statement during that press conference that I felt that Barack Obama being elected was going to push race race relations in this country backwards 50 years. 
by, I by finally electing a black person? Yeah. If I was yeah. <laughs> yes. I, well, I think you've been you've been vindicated on that because <laughs> race relations in this country has not only gotten pushed back, but everything's about race now. Everything. Everything is about victimization now. Um, I'm, it's interesting, though. Um, yeah, he's a, obviously a race hater. What? Very yeah. anti-white. What but does he has that sex mean? With a white man. So you have to a ask, but is that real? Yeah. Oh, for him, of course. I, and I would be willing to bet you I'm not the only white person he's ever had sex with or male anyone. Yeah. <laughs> How would he even possibly know that? It's it's exactly exactly like you, you his even he alleges, every single thing he said was true. Totally. That's the thing. Obama was basically a Republican. I mean, for all his effectiveness, base. I mean, some stuff, yeah, but still. He was very militaristic. Yes. That's true. I have a, I'm going to throw to bonus patreon.com slash pot psychology. Wait, we have a fun fact. Oh, great. Wait, do I have anything else that I need to say that I need to say? Oh, um, JD's lesbo poll we should share. So JD took a poll mm-hmm. and shoved it up your ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a truth or dare. <laughs> that's a truth or dare reference. Hold on a second. Um, and the, but the results are in. And I think they, they should actually dictate. So moving forward, at least I'm going to retire lesbo because the lesbos are telling me I gotta. No, no one said that it's no outright. It says, what do you mean? Here, how do we feel about the word lesbo? The, the, the choices are no, yes, for lesbos only. No, 4%. Yes, 33%. 63% for lesbos only. So my, what my takeaway from this is... And the way that I'm going to behave with lesbo going forward. Okay. Unless I'm talking about language. I'm not going to say it around people unless I ask if I can say it first. Okay. And I'll be like, hey, what do you think about lesbo? Because I did ask JD and she said mm-hmm. I can say lesbo around her. Was she t- did she say that she that you could or that you didn't that she didn't care? That I would not be offended and I she said ha offended. ha ha. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but, it, it, you know, I'll just, I will say vampiros lesbos when I'm referencing that movie. Which happens. Well, that's a, I mean, that's a, the name of a movie, of course. Yeah. That's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm going to talk about on our bonus, again, patreon.com slash pot psychology is Blanket Jackson for a little bit. You are? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> um, it's, I, I'm, I haven't, I haven't met Blanket Jackson. I'm just thinking about blanket jackson in a specific way okay you you why you think he's hot now well i it's, i'm not why saying all that okay. <laughs> Interesting. i just have a question for you okay. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. then also on uh our deluxe tier or just lux premium lux tier premium series lux i don't want to call it lux why because i didn't like that girl that was named lux. oh yeah but it's got an e at the end of it all right premium but uh, you you call it premium i call it lux let's just record <laughs> it's also the name of one of the teen mom's babies with an e no yeah this is an e it's deluxe but it's it's being it's Hers being wasn't with an e no the, lux is with an e yeah lux lux like deluxe is with an e no okay. it's like well whatever um <laughs> we're doing uh it's called wawu 
we're recapping America's Next Top Model Cycle One. It's going well. Um, really, I enjoy basically every second of it. It holds up. It holds up incredibly. It's a good like show. A strong bra. Even when it's weird, like when like Robin, you know, when like when they show Robin's underwear picture and she's like got her arms crossed <laughs> and Tyra's like, "What happened?" and she goes, "Yeah, I guess we just didn't get along." And the I car- guess we just weren't having any fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tyra's like, "Thank you, Robin." <laughs> <laughs> There's some Janice quotes that happened in this episode oh, this week. Way. That were- where, where I used to I used to say them immediately after seeing yes. it. It like was worked into my like regular like vernacular. Like that's points off for me. That's points off for me a hundred percent. Because and because Janice is kind of like pissy in this one. She she's is. Not, you know, and she's you know that Tyra doesn't give her doesn't describe her. She just says Janice Dickinson. She doesn't say what her job is. Her eyes are like particularly heavy, and she's kind of like. Ugh. She probably. <laughs> Got pilled. All right, we'll talk about it on the yeah. on the bonus or on the premium on the Wawoo. Uh, so let's let's uh, I'll send you out with a really fun fact. Yeah. Okay, it's about the killing of Henrik Siwiak. He okay. was the only person to be murdered in New York City on 9/11 that Whoa. wasn't in the 9/11 attacks. Whoa. Yeah. How did it happen? What happened? He was shot, and he was an immigrant. He just moved over. To, he's Polish. Mm-hmm. He was saving to get, you know, uh, uh, his house of his own. He was working and he showed up to some place in Bed-Stuy, I think to be like a delivery person. Mm-hmm. And someone shot him. They just shot him. I mean, this is also when Bed-Stuy was really, Bed-Stuy used to be the, the most dangerous neighborhood in New York. Mm. And now I think, what is it? Like East New York? Gen- Bed-Stuy is really different now. It's been gentrified the fuck out of. Since he wasn't robbed and he wore camouflage and he spoke bad English with a heavy accent, detectives have speculated that his killer may have thought he had something to do with the attacks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shit. Just, Isn't that crazy? just blatant xenophobia. Yes. The only this one is recorded. Fun? It's a fun fact, right? I mean, it's a fact. Oh, you said it's not fun? Well, you're talking about murder. You said uh, this is not fun? I said, is this fun? Oh, I thought you said this is fun. This No, I said this you is said fun. It with a smile. I, but I said it with an upward intonation. This is fun. <laughs> well, it's a fact. It's a fact. And all, and in my opinion, all facts are fun. I guess even when they're about xenophobia on 9-11. So his is the only homicide that's recorded in New York City on September 11th, 2001, because wow. the city does not include the deaths from the attacks mm-hmm. um, as part of official crime statistics. So nobody killed anybody else on 9-11? No, people were just so fucking freaked out. Wow. Yeah. Or if they did, they got away with it. Right. They like were able to. Within that, the chaos. I mean, that would. That, that, that's, that's probably a, that's the best day to kill somebody. Yeah, you kill someone on 9-11. You're like, oh, he must have died in the attack. We couldn't find the body. Right. And, you know, the one thing that I think of every time is what a nice day it was. It was the like, most perfect day. I remember it waking up, you know, heading into the city. Not a cloud in the sky. It was, uh, yeah, the perfect. Perfect weather. I think it was. In the 80s, but it, there was like no humidity at all. Yeah, it was it might like, have been high 70s though. I think it was like high 70s. Perfect, like 78. It was like know? it was perfect. Yeah, like you didn't need a sweater. You could. You weren't. You weren't hot. You weren't cold. It right. was just great. Can you play "Perfect Day" by Lou Reed? Okay. Oh, it's such a perfect day.
keep me hanging on. You just keep.